Thanks for joining us for our conversation this week. I'm Amy Tokas, co-host with Sandy Lane. This podcast, Sandy and I are signing off for the summer. In this episode, we discuss the things that are just different for summer and how we all have to adjust. Summer goes fast, and with intentionality, we can make the most of it. Always keeping it real. Thanks for listening to Your Real, Your Ideal. Enjoy the conversation. Well, hello, Sandy. Hello, Amy. We've gone back and forth morning, afternoon, two different time zones. Listeners, you're getting them both. Good morning and good afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're uh, middle of the day and different time zones. So that's what happens. How you been? You know what? I've been great. Um, I'm not going to complain, but we get a lot of spring showers. So the mornings have been these pretty blue bird days that I walk the dog and then I think, Oh, I'll, I'll do a bike ride. I'll do. And then the rains kind of come in, but you know, yeah. welcome to the mountains. How about you? Good, good. I was lucky enough to get to travel over the weekend down to Arkansas and hang out with some high school friends that I hadn't seen for at least 20 years, no, at least 15 years. So anyway, it was very good. And some more like one person I hadn't seen since high school. So it was very good. It was very fun, very productive, very relaxing, and just really good for my soul to be to do that. It just felt so good. So it didn't center around an event or a reunion. So it was just getting, that's right. It was an invitation. Um, one of my high school friends had, uh, reached out, they moved to a new house. And so she was like, why don't you come and help me get settled? And then she's like, and I'll invite friends over. And I was like, okay, this is great. So anyway, it was a little bit of work mostly fun. And, um, it was great. And I got to visit some family on the way. So, uh, th- but this brings up our transitioning to summer because that's a little bit what summer's about is getting the opportunity to go and do and be outside. And, and it's a little bit of a different rhythm, I would say versus winter. What are your thoughts? I agree. And I think it's two there's a lot more events going on, uh, typical t- time to plan vacations. Um, you know, the whole summer, first of all, better weather, like here, it's just a great time to be out and about and enjoy the water, the mountains, but it's a typical schedule for the kids. So then it centers around summer break, which isn't always the case. And that's hard for me to wrap my brain around, you know, my, Nieces and nephews never had traditional summer breaks. They had uh, the quarterly because they were in warmer regions, you know, Mm -hmm. and me and my kids were raised with traditional summer breaks, but yeah, so it's a different mindset because we're trying to take advantage of someone within our ecosystem having time off and, and the nice weather. Right. There's opportunity to do things outside. And, um, it's interesting because summer sometimes in the Midwest, at least feels a bit endless when you first, when it starts, it's like, oh my gosh, we've got 10 weeks of free time, unscheduled time. And so then, um, 
it starts to, here's one of the things that I found when my kids were younger, it would get to be like July. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, have we done all the things that we wanted to do this summer? And then it was like middle of July. So then it's 4th of July, you're doing whatever. And then it's like middle of July and you're like, school starts in, you know, however many weeks we got to like start doing all this stuff. So one of the things that I started doing with my kids was I had, and we created a summer fun list and I had them each write down the things they wanted to do over the summer. And so then it was, it helped us create a rhythm and intentionality with all the free time with the available time. So I was thinking about that this summer for myself. I think I'm going to do the same thing for me because first summer in Kansas city, there's so many things I want to do. And I'm like, I need to create a list so that I can make sure I'm not missing anything and um, getting in that fun. And my kids would put things like go to the library, go to the pool, go to worlds of fun, go to, you know, I think one of time my son or somebody, one of them added go to Hawaii. And I was like, <clears throat> all right, well, that's not in the schedule. <laughs> I was like, we can't plan that right away. But I'm like, but well, we can have an island party. And so we had like a nice a little but you know, But anyway, being intentional because you have this time is important. And mine was similar, but a little different. And it wasn't every year. It was more when they were at that sweet spot of um, not being horribly you know, taken up with more high school sports and activities that took up their summer, but everybody had things that they wanted to do. And our problem was we didn't have enough time for everything. And so we had a jar and we wrote up similar things, but we put them in the jar and it's like, okay, we're going to pull one out of the jar on a free day. And this is what we're going to do today. Um, but that's also because we, I, I have, two kids in particular that are just like me that would have a list that had 500 things on it that there's no way imaginable will get them done. And so it kind of took that stress off of it. Um, and then I, my, my Achilles voice was I would look at the summer and I would overbook, you know, back to something out of the jar. How many camps can we do? What looks good? And so my thing is being very intentional that I don't overbook and it's still my Achilles to today because I've got my summer mapped out now with the things I want to do, but then I've backtracked into it. Like, you know, some of the things I'm doing are half marathons that require training and miles, and they include being able to hike and have a day off. And so I've been intentional to sign up for the things that require a sign up and leave space in the schedule for workouts and to add impromptu things because it's a beautiful day. So why don't we try out a hike in your But I, for my transitioning to summer usually is telling myself to back off a little bit and don't overbook. So I can't even enjoy the things that I want to do. Right. And mine is more, all right, now's the time to get out there and do stuff. So I have a total shift of all right, because my winters are a little bit calmer and I'd like to be outside and do the weather. I do want to share productivity over the summer decreases 20% on average. 
And this is like work productivity. Well, because I, my fun productivity goes way up. So. <laughs> right. Fun productivity. And productivity. <laughs> right. right. This is work. Okay. Um, work attendance dips 19%, which is completely understandable because lots of people are going on vacations, taking Fridays off, you know, whatever it is. Um, project turnaround times increased 13%. And I know this from experience in the summer, because I work with a lot of project-based companies. In the summer, we allocate more time for things because we're like, okay, 4th of July week. Might as well like wipe that one off. It's kind of like December. You know, it's probably the same as December. A lot of people, you know, we know Christmas through New Year's, very low productivity. <laughs> like right. we don't even count that week in a, a project schedule because we know that we're going to have very low um, people, not many people there. So that's kind of interesting. I've noticed when I work in companies and it's summertime, there is a lot more interruptions in the workday because children call. And I think that's an important thing to discuss when you're transitioning to summer. If you have new schedules, you have to reiterate what the boundaries are of, you know, this is my work time. Please don't call me, <laughs> you know, unless it's an emergency type of stuff. That's the stuff that has to happen if you work from home same types of conversations. But that's a tough, it's tougher now because we've raised a generation and I'm saying this for a generation that's below our kids, is they're accustomed to immediate response so that I'm not available, isn't everybody available 24 seven? You know, it's a mentality they're not used to because they've been raised in, a technology era that everyone is answering available, commenting, liking, group texting, you know. Right. And it's if you text, you're ex yeah, you're expecting a response when you text. And Which so it's creating boundaries. boundaries. Right. And not uh, <clears throat> just because somebody once told me this, just because someone calls you, that does not mean, or text you, that does not mean their, what, what their priority is, doesn't have to be your priority. So, because usually when somebody's putting something out there, they want something from you and it's a priority for them to get it. But just because you've received their priority doesn't mean you have to respond to that. Very, very good point. I know, isn't it interesting? And with children, it's very hard to teach them that. <laughs> like your priority is not my priority all the I time. I do have to say that I am grateful that the peak times I raised my <laughs> kids when they were at the fun ages of, let's just say, six to 12, we weren't texting. We didn't yeah. carry our cell phones, even checking email. I mean, it was how we checked email if you did and had to do work from home, you had to do a login type thing half the time. You know, it wasn't, it certainly wasn't on my phone. Um, 
And it, it was an effort. It wasn't like right in my face that when we did get home, there was my email. It was a, I actually, I'd probably call in and check my messages. My voicemail that was left to me was more of a means of communication for me. This would have been like around 2000, you know, the early 2000s, I would say, but I could take my kids to the pool and not think about checking in. And there wasn't an expectation to check in. If I said I was gone for the afternoon, you know, what, what were they going to do? Find out what pool I'm at and have me page that. I think I, I felt very relaxed back in those days and back to leaving your phone and setting boundaries. Now you have to be intentional in doing that. But my point is it's worth every last second of that serenity of time that you have with your family or for yourself to put it away. It's Sandy, such a good point. I think summer is a an opportunity to reconnect with people, children, friends, like you have this nice weather, you can be outside, you can invite people over for barbecue, like it, you just have this opportunity to get out and reconnect right. and putting down your phone is such a simple thing to honor that time. Like it's like, let's make this time of value because a lot of us. And you are back to all of our devices. I, it sure makes yes. a big difference for me. If I remember to put on do not disturb versus not, because even if we're having the barbecue, you know, I'm going to get my steps in, right. Which is a great thing. Cause there's a lot of added benefits, you know, I'll go on a roll for months and I get my steps in. And I do think it adds ongoing good health because I'm focused on it, but I forgot to put, do not disturb on I'm out the barbecue and my phone's blowing up because there's some group texts and I'm doing this. Yeah. So you got to do some extra things. Cause even if you leave it in the car, it can find you. <laughs> and so you, know, you got to remember to be a little intentional about not just leaving it behind, but telling it, do not let me know. And then turn off the notifications that don't matter. Yes. I make that yes, mistake. I forget that there's a notification on a certain software. It's like, I don't need to be notified. Right. It, it was interesting. I caught myself because this weekend, this last weekend was about my friends, like being with my friends. And one morning <clears throat> I was at my friend's house and I didn't have my phone with me, but I did have my watch on. And we were just sitting on her deck, beautiful view of the mountains. And drinking coffee and just talking, talking, talking. And then all of a sudden my phone started blowing up. Like my watch started vibrating on my arm. Yeah. And at first I'm like, what's that? Oh, it was my move notification from yesterday of, oh, this is what you did yesterday. And I was just like, all right. So there I did. I broke, I broke the rhythm of the communication to look at my watch. Okay. Not a big deal. But then it was like, text started coming in and then my mom sent a photo. It was just like this whole thing. And I sat there and I was like, this is distracting me from this conversation. And most times I don't realize it because I, you know, I'm doing things on the fly and it's not that big of a deal. But when you are trying to be like intentional with somebody, 
It's right. These are very disruptive. It can be very disruptive. I don't get phone service in a lot of the area once I get away from my house because of where we live up in the mountains. And I got to tell you, Amy, it's awesome because even if I am listening, I only do one earbud. So when I listen, I almost always just have one earbud in low. But even if I, a lot of times I don't have it off, but I get no notifications. You don't even have to remember do not disturb because it's not until I walk in the door that everything kind of blows up a little bit. Yeah. Even I know it's like, you know, I've got my rhythm before I, you know, I stop my watch. I get the dogs. To, I, I go, I don't even look at anything until I'm kind of back in the seat and mentally ready. Yeah. And the other things done, but it's, it's, you're going to enjoy the time. You've got to be intentional with the boundaries. As you were just saying that my phone was going off. <laughs> This is so anyway, I declined it. But anyway, yes, we have to be intentional with the boundaries. So, what are some things that you are doing differently in this season that you didn't do in the winter? Like, is there so here's what we're adding a lot of rooftop time because I in the evenings, you know, we will go grab a drink. I drink more in the summer. That's like one of my summer things is because we I think grab I drink more. I drink more often, but I try to drink less if that makes sense. Like maybe we'll grab a quick beer or a drink, but you know, like winter, you're kind of like, okay, I went through this effort to get to this restaurant. We're going to be here for three. So, it, you know, that's what I should track is quantity versus frequency. I think it's about the same, but it's just more frequent more frequent. That could be true that I do say it's much more frequent, but my, the quantity could be the same. That's a good point, but it is a little bit like, Oh, let's have a glass of rosé and go up on the rooftop. Let's, you know, or let's walk to this bar that is having a streetcar serve tacos or, but it's like a, yes. We're, we're doing a lot more drinking. I will say that. And, um, a lot more socializing. Like we do a lot more just hanging out, running into people now. And I think it's more conducive because you can sit out on a patio. It's a lot easier than having people, you know, come over and entertaining them in your house. Cause it's very easy to say, Oh, let's just go grab a beer at so-and-so or grab a bite to eat by the food truck. Right. Get a reservation at a restaurant too. Um, yeah. The sports probably a big thing for us because, you know, there's the indoor sports and the outdoor sports. So we tend to do more of, you know, for Garrett, it's the gym and um, skiing for me, you know, it's more resistance training, walking the dog running is more of a challenge. You know, now we can my running group, we can be less intentional of when we go because there's so many opportunities to meet up. It's not how bad is the trail? Could we, you know, sprain an ankle? Right. Um, slip on ice. Yeah. Slip on ice. It's just, yeah. It, it will get, and you'll get this too. You know, we don't have it yet because we're early in the season, but when it's the heat, then we've got the heat. And that just means getting your butt out of bed earlier, honestly, or going right. earlier. <laughs> Very true. Uh, like you're in Arizona. Um, but it's funny too, you know, I was just before we started, I told you I was trying to find a blog that I wrote 
because I, I try to bring back, I've got like 606 stories that I've written over the last 13 years and I'm going through them and trying to get the ones that really resonated and the better one, the ones that were published and move them over to my website. So every week, one of my disciplines is to get one over. And I thought, oh, there's one about, I had about the, the, it was kind of more the smells of summer, sounds of summer, signs, and I called it signs of summer, but it was really about the smells and the sounds and the things that felt like summer to me. And, you know, you and I are now talking about rooftops and drinking and, you know, dog walking and exercise. And we both lived that same game. I wrote this in 2012. So they would have been teenagers and 12, but I was already reminiscing on the old days of the kids. But I talk about waking up in the morning, running early to beat the heat with my girlfriends. And the first sign of summer is finding the chlorine filled towels on the, um, floor and can't you just close your eyes and smell the <laughs> the goggles thrown over you know finding the uh the fish the regulation size basketball lying on the couch you know the golf bags with turf you know hanging from the golf shoes uh finding there's an extra pair of shoes on the floor because somebody spent the night that I missed that communication but it was like all those signs of yeah like the joyful chaos of summer. Yes. Yes. It's very fun. So, and I'm sitting here thinking perspective has completely changed for me though, because I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Right. Like I don't have all those, I don't have the children. Right. Like, and the surprises and the randomness, because I remember summer was so random. Like you said, the the shoes on the floor, the extra pair of shoes of, oh, somebody must have spent the night last night. But it was just like, it was always random and changing right. in the summer. And it's less like that now. So here, here's a question for Amy. I'm reading through this. So um, I will always identify the smell of fresh cut grass. I will think of my dad mowing the lawn. I mean, that puts me back to my childhood. Okay. Uh-huh. And- there was something I wrote in this blog that I'm like, neither you and I are experiencing right now because you're living in the city and I'm living with no grass. You know, it's natural. Yeah. The background noise of the morning sprinkler going off. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, that sound of summer, that yeah. was a, maybe everybody else was, it was still usually quiet and maybe we're one of the first ones up and the coffee's going. So the smell of coffee, you can hear the sprinkler going off but I haven't heard that sound or recognized that as a summer sound until I just read it here. I'm like, oh, that is totally a sign of a remembrance of summer. Yes. Yeah. The smell of grass and that sprinkler. Yes. (laughs) That's a suburban Omaha, West Omaha for you. (laughs) The sprinklers going off. (laughs) The empty pizza box from Little Caesars sitting on the uh, garbage. I called it the summer massacre previously called home. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. So when your kids were really little, did you, you mentioned going to the pool because I used to do this. Like I used to give them some sort of structure in the morning. Like here's your expectations. Somebody, you know, needs to empty the dishwasher. Somebody needs to load the dishwasher, you know, and you need to do your summer workbook. I don't know if you ever had your kids do summer workbooks, yes. but it was like, 
some are workbooks, some reading time, blah, 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 blah. You had to do all this stuff. And then 1 p.m., if everything's done after lunch, we go to the pool. But we don't go unless all this stuff is done. Did you create structure like that? Uh, it Yes, but it depended on the day because there was a lot of working around my work schedule because, yeah. you know, so I would look at a calendar day and maybe this is one of the reasons none of them are huge planners. You know, they kind of look in days because I would kind of look at my week, my day and say, okay, this is the pool day. This is the work day. There wasn't a lot of structure to a summer day, but there was probably more structure to a summer week that went around if I had work meetings all day. And I would try then to take my schedule and say, okay, let's get all the meetings on this day because then I can go into work early you know, here's what you guys need to do before I come home, that type of thing. Um, right. And until they were older, you know, I had neighbor girls, nannies that would come and stay and take them. I tended, I always had rotary Fridays noon. And one of my favorite things to do is then go home after that. And then, you know, make it a pool day, make it a zoo day. We always had the zoo passes. So we would do that quite a bit too. Right. Um, yeah, so structuring me, but I tell you, our days were all a little bit different because of, and then they, you know, they had baseball, they had their summer sports that it just kind of depended on if we had games that night. We did a lot of sleepovers and friends over and cousins. So yeah, I probably, I would guess, Amy, we had a lot more chaos in my house than your house. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy in my house too. <laughs> <laughs> lots of camps and things like that. Um, do you, so one of the things that we do a lot in the summer is road trips, just small road trips. Do you, do you like road trips? Are you a road trip person or are you? Yeah, I love road trips, but sometimes yeah. I get so much stuff planned. Garrett's very good for me because he very intentionally will set, make sure we've got a couple of road trips on the calendar and I'll tend to fill the calendar with, oh, I've got to fly to go see this person or that person or this event. And so he keeps, he, it's really been since I've been married to Garrett that we have really fun road trips and I do love them. Oh, good. That's awesome. That's, um, I just signed up because one of the things that I tried to do this summer is kind of dwindle down or, or I've actually tried to group my work activities together. That's more of what I'm doing. So my work is more focused on certain days of the week instead of every day of the week. So I'm just trying to put it all closer together and have longer work days on those days. But um, it frees me up to do a little bit more long weekends and places. So mm -hmm. what I have found is that I have opportunity to do a little bit more road tripping, like the one this weekend. Nice. And then I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go down to Arkansas again and meet up with my aunt and drive her across to Las Vegas. We're doing nice. a road trip together, you know, my 80 plus year old aunt. And what I decided this summer is this is my summer of relationships. That's what I, I am revisiting, making sure I'm spending time with the right people and trying to just give everybody some quality time. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a good, it's, 
I, I feel fortunate to have the time to do it. That's what I feel fortunate about. I think my focus is more of a staycation, meaning I'm getting really excited because I don't have a lot where I'm leaving here because uh -huh. I'm not kind of taking it all in between, you know, moving here during COVID, things kind of opening up, you know, then I, I don't even remember last summer, but I feel like I was traveling a lot. We were going other places and, or we had people living with us, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking the whole staycation and I, you know, Garrett wanted to go somewhere for the 4th of July. I'm like, oh, they have so much going on in Durango. Can we just stay here? You know, we've never really yeah. done all the Durango stuff. So oh, fun. yeah, that's probably my focus. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Well, I think as long as you have some sort of focus and you have some priorities over the summer, you don't let it slip away. Right. And without enjoying it and making it just a little bit different than the rest of the year, because it's a good opportunity. And this, I don't know if we've, have we mentioned yet in the podcast that this is our last one for summer break and we'll be back so we can both share all the things that we learned and did in the relationships and the staycation and right let everybody take a little bit of the summer off and we'll be productive in other ways outside of the podcast yes we will so what's the real in this i think the real is we have to remember that well maybe this is the ideal <laughs> <laughs> we need to remember that time's a gift. That's what we have to remember and try to enjoy it as much as possible because you know, summer turns to fall and winter. And so just get outside, enjoy the heat, enjoy the sun, sunshine and do the things you can't do in the winter. Mm -hmm. I love it. Life is full of seasons and days and we have to be intentional in how we need to, how we spend them. I know. And as we're sitting here talking, I was just thinking, aside from time, there's other transitions. Like there's transitions of what we eat. I eat completely different in the summer. There's transitions of when I shower, I usually shower at night because I get sweaty. So anyway, it's just funny. Like the whole routine just kind of gets tossed in the air and reestablished. And then I just we... love it that I can open my door. That's you know? a grateful thing for me. I, I'm like, oh, the door is open the dog. Nice. Out. Yeah. I have my window open. It's beautiful. So, okay. Well, have a great summer. We will reconvene in the fall and or late summer and uh, start a new season. Awesome, Amy. All have right. a wonderful time. And we will talk about the fall transition next, right? Yes. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, Sandy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.